Time for Town Talk, our monthly review of accomplishments, issues, and celebrations involving the town of Wyndham, brought to you at this time on the first Tuesday of every month by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Ash Street and Milk Street, Willimantic. Prime Materials Recovery assists manufacturers and utilities to maximize their resources through scrap recovery, as we say good morning to Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers, and who used to come in the studio all the time. And then this pandemic thing happened, so it became a phone thing. And now that things have relaxed a little bit, he's been staying on the phone. And I didn't expect him to be in the studio this morning. And here he is. I forgot I'm, what you Good morning, at. Wayne. I'm, I'm, it's, it started my day off just right by seeing you in person. Wow, you're the only person who's ever said that. <laughs> I, mi- I miss coming to the studio. Are you having a party today? Because uh, your brother, Johnny Rivers, has a birthday today. Did I ever tell you, my, my real brother's name is Johnny Rivers. He passed in 2012, but his name is Johnny Rivers. Did he sing? Uh, he, he did sing, guitar? and he played yeah. the guitar, yes. Do you sing? Uh, I try. Do you play the guitar? I do. I try. Okay. You know, some, <laughs> oh, now I got I got a plan. Maybe, maybe some kind of a thing like a fundraiser for the Covenant Soup Kitchen. Have the town manager get up on the Shabu stage and charge a couple of bucks, and you go up there and sing your... It, it would be entertaining uh, one uh, way or the other, right, Wayne? And then you charge them when they leave, because they'd probably be leaving pretty soon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Make true. more money when they're leaving than we're coming. You know, they, they say, <laughs> pay me to stop singing, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done giving them a hard... Well, maybe we're not done giving them a hard time. But anyway, our program comes at the first Tuesday of each month, and in November, the first Tuesday after the first Monday is Election Day. So just important thoughts, get the message out, not Absolutely. only to vote, but where to vote. That's right. We have three polling places in Wyndham, the same polling places we've had right along 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., uh, Wyndham Center Firehouse, Elks and VFW, uh, You depending on where you live in town. Uh, so get out and vote. I mean, these are local elections that probably matter more to, to most people than the other elections. And uh, unfortunately, that's when there's the turnout is the lowest, which is weird. But, uh, we, you know, we're hoping for a, a high turnout today. Uh, we do have quite a few competitive races, some that are not competitive. Uh, we have many slots to fill here in Wyndham. We have, a, we have a town manager. We have a board of finance. We have a town council. We have a Willamantic Taxing District Board and all the other positions, Board of Ed and uh, uh, the others that go along with that. And we have 11 council members, seven board of finance members, six on the board of uh, the Willamantic Taxing District. So there's a lot of slots to fill and unfortunately there's no competitive races on the board of finance or the Willamantic taxing district uh they're just whoever's running is is going to make it uh there are some competitive races on the town council quite a few competitive races uh so there's good reasons to come out the mayor mayoral race is a competitive race uh so you know you should come out you know uh and uh, again it's it's your future that you're you're voting for Jim, there's been talk in the last couple of years about election security, and certainly Bridgeport's been one of those. Are there things the town of Wyndham, whether it's the town clerk or even from a statewide basis the Secretary of State does, to ensure that our elections in general, but in particular the elections in Wyndham, are as secure as they can possibly be? So, uh, you know, I I think a lot of people have really uh, worried about that the last few years, obviously. some folks think that the elections are stolen. I can tell you from my experience in other towns as well as this one, it is extremely hard to steal an election. I mean, I, I, I don't want to say impossible. Is that, you know, nothing's impossible. Uh, but we have a very robust checks and balance system in Connecticut and across the country. And I can tell you our registrars are very vigilant. Uh, they have a lot of folks that help them. Uh, the new counting machines 
uh, I'll say, are, are, I don't say is flaw- are flawless, but, you know, they run them through uh, a, a lot of tests. Uh, the machines are tested over and over again. So it, the, the chances that the election doesn't come out the way it should are, are very, 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 very remote. I, I can't even think of a possibility, and there's always a possibility. But, you know, we have r- very good registrars in this town, and this backed up with a lot of a lot of people that support them, the election workers, the poll workers. I, I don't I want to say this. You know, 60, 70, 80 poll workers that make this all happen for three polling places in Wyndham. So there's a lot of checks and balances, moderators, uh, that make sure that the election results are accurate here. And in all of Connecticut, for that for that matter, the whole country, um, it would be very hard for uh, someone to steal an election, or s- even even on a local basis, never mind to pull that off on a national basis would be Im- impossible. You know why they have elections in November? It's the best time to pick a turkey. Uh, I get to use that line every year. Why don't we have elections on Veterans Day? That's my that's my idea. We should close everything and have Veterans Day be Election Day, and that maybe would get more people out to to be elected. But on what better day to celebrate the, the contribution of veterans than to have the fair democratic election that we that we hold so precious in this town in this town in this in this country and why not celebrate the veterans day on that same day close everything except for the polls and everybody come out and vote i've not heard that suggested before but would that mean keep it on november 11th regardless of what day that it falls on take, might take, you have an election on a sunday I, I don't know take your pick make make veterans day the first you know that that first tuesday of nah, um, i don't know if you can do that though anyway you know, I'm, veterans, I, look I know it's a dumb idea. Eleven eleven. I know it's a, dumb a significant idea. day in, in history. No, no, I, I, I get that. I get that. But uh, whatever, figure it All out. Right. I don't know. Figure <laughs> it out. Food for food for thought. Figure it out. All right, let's go back a month. Halloween on Main Street once again. Trick or treat went really well. Blew it up, right? We had lots and lots of people on the Main Street, and uh, as a tradition going on, you know, barring the COVID year or two, uh, Town Hall has been open for Haunted House, which you don't have to reach very far to create haunted house out of the old town hall. Um, so we had, you know, a dozen, 12, 15 staff on, on hand uh, with Eastern students helping pull people through the town hall, the spooky town hall. Pull people uh, through? Pretty, we, we have groups. We, we don't just let people walk through. We, we, we have, we literally pull them through with, with uh, aid of our, our friends from Eastern Connecticut State University. The students there help us bring thing, people through. You know, I, I want to mention about that is, I've been to other downtown uh, trick-or-treats over the years in different communities where I've lived or my kids uh, frequented. And uh, this is unique here because the adults dress here. Uh, You don't see that like you do here where adults, even without children, are dressed. And certainly the ones with children, many of them are dressed. Uh, But you don't see that everywhere. And I think people may take that for granted here, but everybody's into it. And it's awesome. I think your fire chief is really into this, too. Oh, um, uh, Chief Scribner is really into chief it. Chief and his wife did a nice oh, job absolutely. doing they, the They are thing. always, uh, you know, contenders for best dressed. Uh, they take uh, it seriously. And, and they do a great job as a couple. I mean, they really, uh, there's others that really go all out to uh, to try to win the, the, the so-called trophy of best they, dressed. They had the pirate thing going on yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, they did. It, it looked course, really, it really good. Yeah. It's funny, now that we're getting the earlier sunrises and it's light outside, as I look behind you through my picture window on the main street, you're sitting there talking about Town Hall Haunted House, and I'm watching leaves falling down from the trees in back of me. 
What a perfect tie-in about leaf pickup in the town of Wyndham. It's that time of year. If it's Halloween, it's also leaf pickup for in, in the Wyndham. And it's one, and one of the services we offer that a lot of other communities don't um, across the whole town, not just in the city where it makes more sense because you don't have any place to put them, but even out in the country, uh, part of our town, the rural sections of our town, we still pick up the leaves if you want them picked up. And uh, we're underway. We're second week uh, into that or third week maybe now. Um, but it's going well. We have three crews. The, the, the machines are still working, as last I heard. And we have three crews. The, you know, these, these, this equipment is pretty expensive to suck the leaves up. The and giant leaf sucker truck. giant leaf sucker vac truck. And, uh, you know, technology is getting better, so the machines are a little more automated. But it's still a lot of work. The, the, the public works team has, to, has a lot of work to do, and they do a great job. So we have three crews going. Everything's going well. Um, the weather has somewhat cooperated. You know, if it's rainy or definitely frozen is a big problem. Uh, we're, we're going strong here, so we we don't promise a second pass, but it looks like we're going to get to a second pass, but don't count on it, so get your leaves out there if we haven't gone by the first pass yet. But, you know, we should get out to everybody's streets a second time here, weather permitting, with, the you know, again, solid equipment and crews going um, in the next, you know, through the end of November, I would say we'd be getting through that second pass. But, again, if we get some snow with some frozen weather or, or a lot of wet, we don't, you know, the leaves don't go up the machine too good when it's tough conditions like that. I don't think they still have them, but you know what the giant leaf-sucking trucks they used to have in Wyndham, what the company, what the brand name on the truck was? No idea. Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> So we had giant Wayne, sucking sound. Wayne, Wayne the giant I, 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 sucking I, I, truck. Is. I, I know. I, <laughs> I haven't seen those around lately. I have actually looked for them for obvious. That's what they say the government well. is, right? The giant sucking sound in your wallet. <laughs> government. Yeah. Wow. Well, and you say the second pass likely never guaranteed. And I'm wondering, with climate change, it's obvious to me in recent years. You see later first frost. You see later fall foliage. You see later first one inch of snow. The leaves then coming down later. Does that mean you have to change? What you did 20 years ago, picking up leaves versus what you do now, because they're coming down later than they were 20 years ago. So that is a great thought, because it's true. Uh, you know, I, I do also believe in global warming. I, I know that's some people not, not true. But, um, yeah, it seems like things, the weather has been shifting, and that's a great idea. We haven't shifted it yet. The problem with shifting that we just talked about, if we get into the cold, frozen season, mm. you know, especially, you know, we don't want to do that on the first pass, but the second pass as well. Uh, we got to just, you know, manage it so, uh, yes. But if, if everything's shifting, then maybe we don't have that frozen time in November that we might have had, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. So, yeah, it's a good, good idea, good thought. Thank you. Seems like every time you're on, we talk about the downtown development, but I think that's an important discussion because sometimes people drive by and they go, hey, nothing's going on, but there is stuff going on. Let's start, first of all, what's going on across the street at Murray on Main, the old Hurley's building. Uh, you can see some visible changes on the outside of the building, but there's changes inside as well? Uh, changes. Uh, the the holdup for the last few months has been electricity, and I got the word a few days ago that they have power in the building. So they're going to begin to rent the the apartments, uh, again, that is not a town facility. We're not taking application at, at town hall. Uh, you have to reach the management company that will be doing that. And I, I don't have that off the top of my head, but you can call town hall. Uh, and I know this is confusing. You can call town hall to get that. We do have it uh, listed at town hall. We can give you the number to call if you're interested in one of those fabulous new apartments. They're, they're beautiful. I've been in there a few times. Uh, but finally, the power's on. So, you know, all it takes is one thing to throw off a project, right? And uh, that 
project was mostly complete for quite some quite a few months but uh just one little widget is needed to turn the power on and it took a while to get it from what you hear is there a target opening date uh i've heard december 1st but it seems like it's getting a little late for that uh, that's soon wow yeah that's what i heard a month ago so i it might be delayed again because of the you know i'm not having power until uh, the last few days so you know, January 1st, you know, they got to get people applications in and process them and check people and get deposits and things like that. So, uh, you know, I, I guess January 1st would be the day that you'd start filling those apartments. Sounds good. A little downtown activity yeah, going on. Then across the street, of course, you call it the Foster Building. I call it the Willie Trust Building. Those of us have been around for I 50 plus years. I call it the Willie Trust Building if you'd like. Well, <laughs> I remember that too. Independent Bank and Trust yes. or whatever. There was other offices yeah. in there as well. But, uh, I, I, you know, it's something I drive every day. So I see the little by little progress. There is stuff going on. And then the other day I was driving by and I saw these big old like beams sticking out on the Main Street side of the building. What, what, what were those they, for? They've been there. Those, that was uh, a structure to hold the net, the safety net that uh, we needed in place when they were doing some of the demolition on the front of the building. And I think they're leaving them up because when they put the facade on, because that's that what you see there now is just a primer for the uh, the rest of the facade to be stuck to it you know they got to stick this product to the the wall so um they may need the nets when they're getting out working out front again so nothing falls in the street or on anybody so martin kelly yeah he's been... moving along you know uh it's been slow i mean we're all very frustrated he's had some illness i mean that's out out of the <laughs> out there now but a number of occasions he's he's done some st stints in the hospital uh literally had some stints i believe uh, he's had uh, some some challenges uh, health-wise and and certainly financially between uh, the COVID situation, throw in uh, hyperinflation, which which throws your budget way off. You got to readjust. Um, and what he what we're seeing recently is a lot of activity from finance company uh, looking for information that you'd look for if you were about to do a, a financial transaction. And he's mentioned to us that he's refinancing the, the project. Uh, he had a credit facility that was two years long, which I think has expired. So he needs to renew that, either that renew that credit facility with with another bank or, or the, the bank he had. I'm not sure. Uh, but there's there's activity. There's it seems like there's always something going on, even though the the site doesn't seem active. There's other things that may be going on. But he he assures us that he is intent on finishing the project. Uh, and we should see some activity over there again soon. And looking at the big picture, he's invested a lot of millions, money, millions. a lot of money in this town. Yeah. What do you think he saw about this town that made him think this is the place to invest my money? Well, I, I think what everybody sees is there's a great need for housing, and uh, he also sees the the downtown area, which at the time that he bought in was very affordable. He he could buy cheap, and then you know you, you do your project and. Uh, you get rewarded with hopefully good rents and uh, f you know filled apartments and so I think he sees that he sees the the enterprise value of, of coming here um, you know it's it's easier said than done and I tell everybody oh I can't you know just get the whole downtown developed uh, the the numbers have to work you know and codes keep changing it gets harder and harder to to rehab a building because of all you know the codes keep getting stricter uh, it's just more and more. Uh, more of a, more of a gauntlet to uh, do a project like this, and that's why there's no housing. You know, it's just a, it's a mathematical equation. If it was easy, we'd see a lot more apartments. Uh, if it worked financially, we'd see a lot more apartments. I know the state has ponied up recently. There's a lot more money. The governor told me personally about a month ago, and he was here. Hey, Jim, 
don't forget, there's a lot of housing money. Uh, we're going we're gonna to be pumping in a lot more uh, housing money from the state of Connecticut. Um, that's more affordable housing. This isn't necessarily helping people at market rate. But, uh, uh, again, the, the state is trying to – they realize they have a problem and uh, we don't have enough housing units. But you, have, you almost have to throw money, grant money at it because the numbers don't work. Uh, this gentleman, Martin Kelly, is uh, – you know, he's a developer. He's not a big company. So we could save a little money by being smaller, maybe more agile, but it also creates challenges where he doesn't maybe have the wherewithal to get through difficult situations like a big company would. So, again, we're, we're dealing with it. It's what we got to work with. I tell everybody, look, you know, if you got somebody else, bring them. You know, we, we have other spots. You know, when you got somebody with a lot of money, hey, we're listening. But it's, it's easier said than done. The building right now yellow in the construction phase, do you get a picture on what it's going to look like when it's done will it still will it remain i joked with everybody that's that's the historical color that everybody wants us to have it mustard color because that's the historical color of the building that is not true um that i'm told that it's going to be a grayish color grayish color but not not mustard that's not that's just the primer. And that'll be housing in there? 46 or 7 units, yeah. Mostly wow. two bedrooms, one bedrooms. Um, market rate, he didn't take any money from the government, so he can charge what, what the market will bear. Um, and I was driving in South Windham the other day, and I saw the old uh, construct, the, the, the place where the fire was, the Winchester mm-hmm. building, which you call a giant Giant back. Back, yeah. yeah. And that's just right now a dirt lot with the other buildings around it. Is there a future plan for that, or is that going to stay a dirt lot for a while? Uh, th- there's no specific plan, but what we're, we're doing is working through planning and zoning to create a new zone there uh, that will be, you know, fit the, the neighborhood, uh, but also create possibilities, you know, for, uh, you know, for some business, lower impact business perhaps. They're working through that. The town actually owns that property, most of it. We're still working on one little piece through the courts. Uh, because of the uh, the abandonment by the previous owner, we had to take it down. So we've got quite a bit of money invested in it. We'd like to recover some of that. So we're going to put it up for sale once once the planning and zoning uh, is is resolved. What they decide they want to have for a zone there, um, and then we're going to put it up for sale. You wanted to talk about a couple of serious incidents taking place in the last yeah. week, including a murder yeah. in town. Just what are your thoughts on that? You know, we, we uh, you know, everybody's, uh, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't when it comes to talking about these things. You know, we there's an active investigation. The state police have taken that over from, from our local police department. Uh, I've heard a lot of rumors, you know, and, it, and you want to get out there and straighten some of the rumors out. And sometimes you just got to keep, keep quiet. And that's what usually the state's attorney uh, tells us to do. We don't want to you know, jeopardize the case. And last last thing anybody wants is someone that commits a horrific crime like that to uh, to get away with a technicality. So uh, somebody like myself, I do have probably information that not everybody else has, but a lot of it isn't really needed by the public. It's needed by an investigator or a judge or a jury perhaps in the future. Um, I, I will say this, this it's horrific, it's tragic. Uh, it puts every, it put, gives everybody pause here that it could happen to any of us at any time. Uh, it's a dangerous world we live in. Uh, not always, so we, we don't want to hide in a in a bunker anywhere. But um, you got to be vigilant and make sure you you know you, you're careful. Uh, there's so much to this case, and I've had a lot of thoughts in the last week or two, a uh, week and a half since this occurred uh, about this. And uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm the executive branch, you know, and I think a lot of people are confused. That's not a town facility. This town has nothing to do with that individual that was there. That's the state of Connecticut. Um, we uh, we don't manage those situations. We're not probation. We're not 
um, you know, uh, well, not the state of Connecticut and the mental health. So, uh, but we did get involved because of this, the crime in the, the when the Willimantic Police Department, one thing I can say, the Willimantic Police Department did an outstanding job again, apprehending this suspect immediately, which caused us, uh, the, the, uh, as you saw that event in Maine, not long ago, a few weeks back, uh, we didn't have to have a shelter in place. Uh, thanks to the Wilmanic Police Department, because we we apprehended this individual. So if there's a there's a light in this this whole process so far, I hope there'll be other changes that will come of this. And I think that's what's being looked at and worked on by a lot of people right now, um, state officials and, and other other people in the nursing profession. But uh, I can tell you this: the Wilmanic Police Department did an outstanding job apprehending this person and wrapping up all the evidence and handing a package to the state police to the state investigators uh, that that is is solid and, and we shouldn't see this individual again uh, but uh, again I am I'm heartbroken I know everybody in the community is uh, that this occurred uh, we've got to do better uh, and everybody's trying to blame somebody or something you know I, I a lot of these things it's just a lot of different circumstances that come together. It's an interaction of, of things that brought us to this point. And there's a trickle-down effect that goes beyond our town borders here, and that's the effect that that particular incident had on demanding action for more safety for yeah. nurses, for visiting nurses, with the protests they've had and so forth. So hopefully something positive can come out of such a horrific incident that happened here in Wyndham. I think, you know, uh, not that we could see this coming. I mean, what we, we have other issues that we're dealing with day to day. The police chief and I talk about these things every week um, that, you know, circumstances, we're executive branch. We execute the laws that are created and the circumstances we have to do. Adapt and overcome. That's what my, my, uh, my police chief was a Marine. I say adapt and overcome. That's what the Marines say. And you have to deal with what you got to deal with you know and that's what I tell the the, uh, the officers all the time just keep doing the best job you can don't worry about the changing circumstances adapt and overcome and that's what we're doing I mean things have changed over the last few decades you know your mental health facilities where are they now they're not out there there a lot of folks are just wandering around all, the, all of our communities not just Willimantic but all of our communities uh, the prisons we closed a lot of a lot of beds here right and and for different reasons and I you know whatever I I don't try to understand all of it but whatever it is we have to you know adapt to that and try to try to uh, come up with solutions that to deal with this type of thing but I know one thing the police department is giving it their all every day no matter how the circumstances become more difficult uh, for them the job market the uh, whatever whatever the rules are changing as as fast as we can barely keep up with them but uh, we're still out there solving crimes and keeping everybody safe in Wilmanic as best we can. And then there was a nasty accident on Valley Street on Halloween night. Tell me more about that. So, uh, again, uh, sometimes things things come in, uh, in quantity here, but uh, Halloween evening, which was Tuesday, last Tuesday, uh, we had a driver. If you drove down Valley Street the, ne- the morning after, Wednesday morning, it looked like a war zone. I mean, there was light poles and, fe- and signposts and, and a big... Uh, oil streak all the way down onto the sidewalk and then a building which had a car crash into it so for about three blocks four blocks we had a uh, an individual under the influence I uh, don't know if that individual passed out or what happened uh, basically riding on the sidewalk and then crashing into a building and uh, again my, my point of bringing this up is that things still happen um, uh, clearly, we, we apprehended that individual on the scene. They didn't, they didn't flee or anything. But, um, 
you got to be vigilant. Everybody needs to pay attention. Somebody could come up onto the sidewalk. So pay attention at all times. Uh, but again, uh, Wilmington Police Department, they do a great job. We have a solvability rate of crime in this town, twice the state average. And, uh, and we, could, we will continue to do that the best we can for the public. Just noticed a couple email questions here. One is, why are there so many registered sex offenders and halfway houses in Willimantic? Well, I, the, the, the quick answer is we have the services for these folks to go. And I, as I briefly mentioned, where else are they going to go? They go to the, the urban centers where there are services to, whether it's housing, whether it's, you know, other mental health services. And not just this Medical one. services. Not, it's not just Willimantic. It's, you know, it's like this, this battle of trying to send your people off to the other cities. Um, and again, this is, this is a problem we're having. Uh, we don't want to be the dumping ground for the state of Connecticut. It feels like that sometimes. I believe there are 79... Uh, what I was told, 79 sex offenders in Willimantic. Uh, now, there are different grades of sex offenders. I'm not an expert in this, but there's violent sex offenders, there, and there's, you know, the whole gambit. Um, and, and that seems like a lot, and I think it is. Uh, but, again, uh, they, they're going to go somewhere. Um, I, I wish we didn't have that many here. We're, we're looking into it to just see if that is abnormal or higher than other cities and urban centers. I, I don't know, we know the answer to that before we make pass judgment on that. Uh, it seems like a lot, and we're going to look into it. And the emailer also says, what's the status of the proposed apartment complex in the area behind Klaus Larson roofing? Uh, that is on pause because of uh, inflationary costs. The, the last thing we heard from them was uh, that the prices had gone up so hard that, the, like what you talked about earlier in the show, uh, the numbers don't, don't work at this time. Now, again, interest rates are high, costs are high on materials. Something changes there, and I think we'll see that project. Uh, get back. They, they put a, quite a bit of money into planning on that project. And really quickly, Small Business Saturday coming up all day. That's the day after Thanksgiving? The, the day, no, the day after Friday. For Saturday after Friday. Friday is the 6 o'clock is the, the fire truck parade. Uh, then the tree lighting. Then Santa, I think, is going to pop in for a visit. And then the day after that is Small Business Saturday. So a lot going on, ho- uh, you know, the holiday weekend there, Thanksgiving weekend. As usual in Womanic, a lot of good things happening. Nice to see you, Mr. Rivers. Good to see you in person. Thanks for coming in this morning. Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers, our Town Talk program, brought to you by the gang at Prime Materials Recovery on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.